Hey everybody, I am doing a test for the Money Making Advice podcast. I want to see if what my plan is um, is going to work. So if you see this, feel free to interact with it. I will actually be interacting with you as well. Um, it's going to seem like it's everywhere, but I need to get this out. So when I am ready for the real episodes, I am extremely prepared and I am ready to give you guys the right information and whatnot. So if you happen to join this live or like the recording, because I'm going to leave it up, um, say hey. And um, I'm going to just get to it. So Money Making Advice, um, the podcast, is literally what it sounds like. It is designed to give people advice in business, um, lifestyle, and mindset work. All the things that they don't talk about often, or if they do talk about it, it's extremely like... Fluffy. What I mean by fluffy, it's like you have no idea what the hell is going on. And then you're st more stuck than, you know, you want to be. And so I started this um, podcast because I am over a lot of the stuff that I see online primarily, especially since I know a lot of it is like not true. <laughs> a lot of it's like bad advice. It's um, just kind of shitty all over. And a lot of people are taking these, this advice as, um, you know, gospel. And I'm going to talk about my advice. I'm speaking about the advice that they see in groups and forums and all those other places. And I'm not going to lie to you. When I first started, Facebook groups were, like, fantastic. You know, they were informative. People actually gave a damn. Um, people actually vetted what they were doing all that type of stuff. The advice they were giving out wasn't complete trash, and if it was trash, they will correct it, and stuff like that. Unfortunately, I don't really see that now. A, a lot of times I see it as like people just talking shit, or they are um, using people to um, further their business, and I use the term business endeavors, um, in a very shit-tastic way. Again, what I mean by shit-tastic way is they will cheapen your value and get upset at you when you are ready to actually step your game up. It makes no sense. It is what it is. The only way to stop that is to actually take control of your life and of your business. So why am I talking about this? Well, I've been in business um, part-time-ish, well, for a while, actually. Like, I started my own um, company, quote-unquote, when I was in middle school, when I was selling pimp juice because it was a popular Nelly song. Do not judge me, but I made money because I need to make money and nobody was giving it to me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to use what I got, make some coin and call it a day. And so from there, of course, I took um, jobs as a teenager. Um, I even worked in corporate America for about 10 years. And then I decided to start a business because I got tired of corporate America. And, you know, it's the same song and dance that you probably hear from a lot of entrepreneurs or online gurus. But my story is real. I didn't make it up. I wish that I could sit here and say that it was a lie, but it ain't. Anywho, so I started my first business um, online as a blogger. Um, I had a blog called Ask the Gal, which again um, started because I was irritated and angry um, because I went to another networking event that was crap. It was full of old white men and um, young little me could not relate to any of the stuff that was happening, nor did they want to make a place at the table for someone like me at the time. 
it is what it is. And so I created a blog highlighting the type of stuff that I was facing, um, doing some lifestyle stuff, just talking from the perspective of a semi-broke millennial at the time. With that, I taught myself how to um, build websites. I taught myself how to use WordPress and all that other stuff. And then people started to come to me for that. They'll be like, hey, can you write for me? Hey, can you build this website for me? Hey, can you start this new um, manage social media for me? And then I was like, oh, okay. Because, you know, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to build up um, a business because corporate America wasn't it, chief. So when I did that, I took on a lot more responsibility than I thought it would have to. I went from doing occasional blog posts to, you know, the website here and there to actually actively managing seven to 10 social media channels, not including my own. At any given time, I was managing that. And so I learned a lot from that business because I realized I didn't actually like managing this on the social media channels, especially when people were misinformed on how social media worked. And I spent more time trying to correct my clients' mistakes versus actually doing what they hired me to do, which, you know, obviously was not ideal. And it turned into a very stressful situation for me. And so I was just like, you know what, screw it. I even went back to corporate America. Also a big mistake. I was unhappy there because of um, the bro culture that was brewing. Bro culture in startup is pretty much um, all the um, dudes that got rejected from fraternities um, trying to create their own fraternity and masquerading it as a business. And if you know me, I am not that type of person. I'm not part of the bro culture um, for many reasons. And I am the type of person, if I'm at work, I go to work, I do my job, I take my black ass home. That's just who I am as a person. I don't need to make friends at work. I have my own friends outside of work. If we become cool, great. But my mission is not to be that person when I'm at work. So anyway, after that, I was like, you know what? What type of business do I want to um, start? Like, because I ended the other business. What type of business do I want to start? And how should I do it? I drug my feet on starting another business, even though I needed it. Like, I was like, you know, I need to pay my bills. I need to live. Sammy got to eat. Sammy is my dachshund, aka my fur kid. And even though I knew all of that, I was depressed as shit. Like, I was dragging my feet. I wanted to, you know, restart my business so fucking bad, but I was overwhelmed and underwhelmed simultaneously. I didn't know if I wanted to take a course. I didn't know if I wanted to hire a coach. I didn't know where I wanted to start. And what people don't tell you is you don't know where, if you don't know where to start, do a brain dump. Talk to someone that's in business. Don't talk to your friends. If your friends are not in business, they're not going to understand your journey. That's just being real honest with you. So make sure that if you are stuck, find someone that is that can relate to you, maybe not in the same place, but maybe has been in the place that you were in before and can actually give you guidance. That can be a mentor, that can be a coach, that can be a consultant, that can just be somebody, <laughs> somebody that knows what the hell they're talking about and talk to them, you know, be open with them, be transparent so they can actually give you the best advice that they can give you. Otherwise, you're just going to be, you know, dragging your feet and watching the bills pile up, watching the eviction notices come through, the foreclosure notices come through and be really stuck like Chuck. And that's not the goal that most of us have. Most of us have a goal of a life of abundance. 
And you can't be lazy as hell and want to um, be full of abundance. It doesn't work that way. Never has and never will. So what happened next was I ended up taking on like smaller clients that were either one-time projects or like longer term things, but I wasn't charging the right amount because I felt like nobody was going to pay for what I offered. Everybody goes to that moment. You know, everybody goes to that moment of, well, is anyone going to actually pay the prices that I'm charging? Are they going to ask for a whole bunch of shit? Like, what are they going to do? And I let that grapple me for like six months. Plus I was depressed on top of all this. And so that's just not a good combination. You know, I was looking for jobs just in case. And I was getting these quote unquote opportunities that turned out to be absolute trash because I was attracting employers that didn't know what they want. Mind you, I didn't notice this pattern until after the fact, but I digress. And I kept attracting clients that didn't know what they want. I was attracting people that matched what I felt on the inside. Externally, I was saying one thing, but internally, I was saying something else. And no matter what you believe in, your subconscious mind will always attract what you what is going to attract. If your subconscious and your conscious mind are not in alignment, it's just not going to work out. What you're going to end up doing is attracting what's deep down inside. And again, I didn't notice this because I was depressed and dealing with a whole bunch of other shit. So once I realized that I was attracting this type of energy, I was like, oh no, I need to figure out how to get the hell up out of here with this. And I ended up doing something very outside my character. I know you're going to be like, what is that? <laughs> I actually decided to listen to somebody. If you know me, or if you know people like me, you probably do. People like me are problem solvers. Like people come to us to solve their problems. You know what I'm saying? They are the ones that are like, you're the strong friend. You're the strong person. You're this, that, and the third. And when you've been placed in that position and you've accepted that position, it makes it hard for you to get um, help. It makes it hard for you to get support. It makes it hard for you to handle your shit. And as bad as that is, it's something that you have to work through and to um, overcome. That's not something they tell you about, unfortunately. And so as I'm sitting here lost, confused, I'm like trying to reach out to people that I thought were my friends in entrepreneurship. They're ignoring me. They're not saying nothing to me. I thought about hiring a coach, but the coaches I was attracting were weird. I didn't know what to do. I just knew that I was attracting the wrong folks and my life was struggling. And so a couple weeks ago, it's probably more like a month and a half, two months ago, I decided to change it up and document what my day-to-day -day was. And it turns out every day that I was doing that, I was documenting the fact that there was a lot of confusion and not a lot of structure in my day. So one of the things that I'll tell you about in business, especially if you have had a corporate background or a nine to five background or whatever the hell you want to call a background, you have to create a structure of your day. It doesn't have to be the same structure all the time, but you have to create a structure for your day. If you don't, you're going to be lost, confused and attracting a whole bunch of mess. So I started journaling and writing out a plan on my, in my planner every day. Sunday nights, I planned my week out, like the framework of my week. Every day, I started checking off stuff and adding and subtracting things based on what the flow was. And when I started doing that, I was like, oh, shit, okay. So we're starting to get some 
alignment. I also started to incorporate meditation into my daily practice. I literally meditate twice a day for about a total of like an hour. And then I also journal. So that's like another hour in total. I don't do it all at the same time. Um, so it's two hours a day just for my own self-development and my mental health and my mental wealth. That's pretty damn awesome coming from somebody who had a lot of struggles with that. So another thing that comes up with when you're in business is you don't need to expect family and friends to support your ass. What I mean by that is they don't have to buy your stuff. They don't have to share your stuff. They don't have to do any of that. You kind of have to leave them in the positions that they're in because it's not fair to put that type of pressure on them. Yes, we want our businesses to succeed. Yes, we want to be exposed to other audiences. Yes, but it is not our friends and family's responsibility to do that. The best way your friends and family can support you is to help you out mentally, emotionally. You know, take you out the house, you know, treat you to dinner, buy you a book, something, something that cheers you up that is not business related. That's what your friends and family need to do. Hell, if you need some money, throw some ducats at you. But they should not be forced to be your marketing team. And then also, if you think about it, if you did build your business off of that model, how the hell would you grow your business? Because you can't grow something like that. And it's like, I know I know, I can't grow like that, but it'll be helpful. All that energy you're using towards something like this can be better used towards your marketing plan. Let's do be some real shit. It's best to use that energy towards your marketing plan. You can be upset. You can be sad. You can be angry. Whatever you want to call it. As long as you have a marketing plan and you're implementing your own shit, this shouldn't be an issue for you. Period. But it is what it is, right? I know many of you are going to listen to this and totally disregard what I just said and get upset because it's not what you want to hear. Oh, well, this particular episode is about all the stuff people don't tell you about. So either you can take it as a learning lesson or you can take the L and continue to do the same thing you were doing before with the same results. But I digress. Another thing they don't tell you about in business is that you can start for free. And I'm, if you can see my face, I'm doing an asterisk thing. You can start for free, but you cannot stay there for too long. Let me tell you why. Because it does take money to make money. It doesn't also be your money, but it does take money to make money. And it also takes time. If you're sitting here telling me you don't have the time and you don't have the money, then you probably shouldn't start a damn business at this point. It's not in the cards for you. Because when you don't have one of those things, you got to rely on the other and leverage that, period. So I'm speaking about this topic so much because I used to be in like some fantastic Facebook groups that talked about, you know, business growth and how to scale and all this other stuff. But over the years, it's kind of declined into some foolishness about what's the free thing that I can use to start here? What's the most reasonable thing I can use to get here? What is the lowest cost? Why the hell are you asking about that? Like on some real shit, why does that matter to you? If it's designed to make your ass some money and you are using it correctly, that's the key part, then it doesn't matter how much it costs as long as it makes you money. When you factor in things in business, think about the return on the investment. Either it's going to save you some time, it's going to help you generate money or something, but you kind of have to stop thinking about the reasonable 
affordable, cheap shit. Like that's holding you back. And so if you are starting a business, I strongly consider, I hope you write this part down. I hope you consider the following. Write down how much you think your costs are. Don't research this yet. Just write down an educated guess, okay? And write it down line by line. So if you're gonna start with a business license, how much is that in your state? If you're gonna start with contracts and stuff, how much does it cost for an attorney to draw this stuff up for you? How much does it cost to have the software and tools? Are you gonna hire a human to help you? How much do you, like write down how much you think that is and then start to research it. Let me tell you why I said it like that. Because if you start researching it first without a clear objective of what you think you need, you're gonna be overwhelmed. You're gonna be overwhelmed or underwhelmed and freak out and be like, I can't do this, it's too much money. I can't afford this right now. I'm not gonna be able to do that. Um, do you know that for sure? Or are you just making a really silly guess? For the most part, uh, most businesses could be started with under $1,000. And I said that number because there's a whole bunch of factors that go into it. I can't give you a proper quote because I don't know what you're doing, but I'd rather you aspire higher than to start lower. Seriously. That's a, a thing they don't tell you about. It's like, yeah, you can start your business for $100. Asterisk, asterisk, maybe you could. Like, if you're starting an online business, you probably could. But if you're starting something offline, you know damn well you're going to need a couple of grand at a minimum. At a minimum. So you need to figure out what your starting point is. They don't tell you that. They just tell you you can start this for free or you should hire this coach. No, you need to have an idea of some sort of what you want to do. Another thing that I'll tell you about the business is if you cannot afford to do marketing and advertising, don't start another damn business while in the middle of doing that. I keep seeing people starting two businesses at once and the first one's not making a damn dime. They're not marketing it and they're not doing anything with it. That is so perplexing and confusing to me because that doesn't make sense. Why are you going to start two things that don't make you any money? And yes, are there exceptions to this? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in common sense terms. Why would you start two businesses with no foundation, no framework, and no coinage? Please, if anyone is watching or listening to this, let me know how that works and why you would do that on purpose. Because you may have a legitimate reason. So far, the reasons I've seen are not legitimate. They are confusing as hell. And I don't understand why people do it. But I digress. So if you cannot afford, I'm using air quotes, afford marketing and advertising, pick one thing, like one business model to at least start with and try to work out first and then go into something else. You should be using the money from the first business to leverage into the new business, but we talking too much about that right now. Another thing, you don't save up money for marketing and advertising. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm gonna break it down to you. What I mean by that is people are like, I'm saving coins so I can finally get a marketing consultant or I can run ads. No, 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 no. You don't save for like a savings account. That's not how any of this works. What you do, write this down. You have your idea, you have your stuff for your business. You start to market that shit. You are the best billboard for your business. You need to start marketing that shit. For real. 
So if that means you have to make um, social media posts, okay, there's also an asterisk with that, but we're gonna cover that later. If that means you have to run $1 a day ads, that's 30 to $31 a month. If you do not have 30 to $31 a month to at least start, I'm side-eyeing you, because what the hell are you doing? For real. And the extra T is, when you run an ads, they don't bill you immediately. They give you time to actually do them and make money from them. Fix it. Fix it all. So when people are like, well, I can't afford to do this. I can't afford to do that. Do you have the energy to complain? Do you have the energy to say that you can't do something? Do you have the energy to um, get on people's nerves? Then you have the energy to market and advertise your business. It takes the same amount of energy, friends to do that. And I mean that wholeheartedly, which goes into my next thing. It costs money to hire people. I know that's like a foreign concept for people, but you have to pay them for actually using their products or services, y'all. Like it's not, it's, it should not be foreign, but for some reason it is a foreign concept and it's perplexing to me. Extremely, extremely perplexing to me. Like, for some reason, people think, hey, if I barter to get what I want, we can both make money. Okay. The first obvious question is, how, Sway? How? If no money is being exchanged between you, how do you make money from that? Also, this is not bartering. I'm looking for a logo to be made. It needs to be this by this by this. These are the colors. In exchange for you doing this logo for me, I'm going to write you a glowing testimonial. Now, let me tell you why that's not bartering. Because you should be giving them a testimonial even when you're paying them, fool. How else will they grow their business? Like, that doesn't make any sense. That's a cop-out. You're literally being lazy as hell. Now, if it's different, if you're like, if you make me a logo, I'll look over your books. If you make me a logo, I'll manage your social media for like two weeks. If you make me a logo, I'll write a sales page for you. It needs to be equal exchange of greater value or of greater value. That's what bartering is. Please don't come in here saying you're bartering for a testimonial. That's foolishness. And that's a situation that you need to rethink about. Like you have to rethink your life if that's what you're doing. So no, do not accept that if you're a new person. Don't accept that, which goes into the next thing. I'm a newbie at this. Okay, what does that mean? Like I've never worked online before. I've never um, ran social media pages before. Um, okay, so what did you do before you worked online? Oh, um, I was a marketing manager. I was a copywriter. Okay, so how are you a newbie if you have experience in what you're looking to start a business in? Riddle me that Batman. For real. How? You're not new. Stop putting that preface on there saying you knew. I'm going to be real with you. Don't nobody care? And the ones that do care, ignore them. Nobody cares. If you can get the thing done, get the thing done. That's it. Stop telling people you knew because nobody care. Like, when people, when I say, see people saying that, 
I'm like, you really are screaming, please don't hire me because I'm not confident in my abilities. Please don't um, work with me because I don't know what I'm doing. Even if you do know what you're doing, you're giving off the vibe that you don't. So let's recap. One of the things that people don't tell you about in business is you can start for free, but you shouldn't stay there. Another thing is if you need help, get help. Another one is don't rely on friends and family to be your marketing team. Another thing is stop telling people that you knew. Like, please just stop. Another thing is don't just rely on social media. What I mean by that is if you're talking about just free organic posting or spamming groups, spamming is when you are putting your link in places and you weren't invited to do so. Um, that's not building a business. That's not marketing. That's just annoying. Don't nobody want to work with somebody that's annoying as hell. At least I don't. Anyway, so if you are feeling what I'm saying or if it pissed you off, let me know. You can email me at hello at lashmemory.com or follow me on Facebook or Instagram. I am Lash Memory. That's my handle on both. Um, we're also looking for guests for the podcast. So you feel like you can um, talk about a, a bomb ass topic and even put a little bit of promo in there. Feel free to hit me up. Um, the link is going to be in this description so you can apply so we can work things out. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me today. Have a good day, y'all. Bye.